You can't hurt me. Wesley and I are joined by the bonds of love. And you cannot track that. Not with a thousand bloodhounds. And you cannot break it. Not with a thousand swords. And when I say you are a coward, that is only because you are the slimiest weak... Late, photo baggage. Nor is he early. He arrives precisely when he means to. Size matters not. Look at me. Touch me by my size, do you? Hmm? Hmm. And where you should not. For my ally is the Force. And a powerful ally it is. Did IQs just drop sharply while I was away? Hi everyone, it's Colin. And this is Leadership of Films. So, you know, I'm not really sure that anyone knows where things like conviction or compulsion or passion really come from. I reckon at best we identify moments in our life where we really feel something. Maybe when we feel something for the very first time. You know those moments when things just seem to fall into place, when the world makes sense, when we have our own moments of clarity. And for me, I've always loved film. I've always opened my mind and even my heart to every movie-going experience. The thing is, I'm not cynical. You know, I don't care about the politics and the money. I love the Oscars. I love movie stars. Film directors are heroes. Soundtracks are wondrous. I really want to be immersed in a different world. I enter a cinema really open to being moved, to tears, to laughter, to envy, to joy, to love. So what did they say? What did the poets say, actually, in Dead Poet Society? I want to live deep and suck out all the marrow of life. I grew up in a small country town, a town that thankfully had a cinema, and once a week, either on a Friday or a Saturday night, there was a new feature in town. So I was there with my dad in 1981 for Raiders of the Lost Ark. I was also there in 1978 for Greece. I was even there for Ben Kingsley in Gandhi in 1982, a three-hour film without an, with, sorry, with an interval. And as a 12-year-old, I know I didn't get it, but I knew it was still important to stay. I still get chills thinking about the first time I saw Silence of the Lambs or The Sixth Sense, and I treasure my collection of Empire magazines that provide me with the stories beyond the stories. And I was also there in a small cinema in Brisbane, Australia last week with 12 others watching The Lighthouse, which is a black and white film set in the late 1800s about madness, mermaids, and men of the sea. So, what is it about film? For me, it's two things. It's about story, and it's about creativity. Stories are so satisfying. They take me to another world. They give me a protagonist I can relate to, someone I can see myself in. Have them confront themselves. You know, I think that's what I seek out m mostly. It's always the conflict within. And have that protagonist or that character change. For me, they don't have to win, but they do have to change. I want them to grow. I want to see the human within, the beauty, the ugliness. And creativity is something else again. Where does the story come from? Is it just the imagination of one person? A person who's compelled to put ears on the line, to share the story with the world? 
Or is it inevitably, and I think it always is, a collaboration? It's more than a screenplay. It's more than the editing. It's actors endowing themselves in character. It's the cinematography. It's the soundtrack, the costumes, the makeup, the lighting. And wow, what a collaboration it actually is. And I'm left with the stories of my lifetime, the stories that have always stayed with me, the stories that have shaped me. So I'm being left with Amadeus, and especially all I wanted was to sing to God. He gave me that longing and then made me mute. Why? Tell me that. If he didn't want me to praise him with music, why implant the desire like a lust in my body and then deny me the talent? And I'm left with the assassination of Jesse James by the coward Robert Ford. I'm afraid of being forgotten. And I'm left with the castle. Tell him he's dreaming. Or, hey, 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 don't swear. We're werewolves, not swearwolves, from what we do in the shadows. Or Annie in Bull Durham. The world is made for those not cursed with self-awareness. Or Daniel Plainview. I have a competition in me. I want no one else to succeed. Art has always had a message. It may not always be an obvious one, but it is a message that when it takes hold, it absolutely sticks. So leaders in film. I can't help myself. I've someone who found my own voice through stories. Stories have shaped me. Here's to Spielberg and Tarantino and the Coens and Greta Gerwig and the one director who cuts through for me most, Paul Thomas Anderson. Attached to this particular podcast, this episode, is a voting bracket. It is. It has 64 characters from 64 films. It is March Madness style. 64 characters really quickly become 32, then 16, and then we're down to one film character that signifies leadership to us. So, importantly, all of those leaders you're going to see are flawed. In fact, all leaders are. Some are fictional, some are based in fact. There are more white men than there should be, and this will change. There are more American films than there should be, and this will change too. So leadership, you'll find, sits so side by side with power, with drive, with vision. But it also sits side by side with circumstance and genuineness and ultimately being human. Some of the leaders you're going to see are not good people, but they get things done. Some are great people, true heroes, and you're going to see that they're all different. Vito from The Godfather seems so very different to Joe from Little Women. Mookie from Do the Right Thing would never have set out to see themselves see, see himself as a leader. Furiosa Hardly says a word. And yet Jane from Broadcast News never shuts up. Woody from Toy Story seems so incredibly brittle. Whereas Mufasa from The Lion King seems invincible. So leadership will present to you as it does to me in different shapes. Like the stories in the worlds, they are diverse and they are unexpected. So making this list up, I saw four themes or four factors or four characteristics. There are the leaders that are courageous, like Katniss from The Hunger Games or Ma from Room. 
There are the leaders that are genuinely cunning, like Hal from 2001 or Mark from The Martian. Leaders that are compassionate, like Rod from Get Out or Amelie. Leaders that are curious, like The Dude from Big Lebowski. And there are some standards, some ones you'd absolutely expect. There's Andy from The Shawshank Redemption, Ripley from Alien, Billy from Moneyball, Atticus from To Kill a Mockingbird. And there's some that it's possible you may not have heard of. Miranda from Picnic at Hanging Rock, The Father from Parasite, Bobby from The Florida Project, and Walter from Spotlight. So, I have done my best to not over-index on things like sport or on war, but I could have so very easily. I've tried to go beyond Hollywood, but that wasn't easy also. I've tried to have a few local films, places like Australia and New Zealand, and there are many more I could have included because the characters are inspired by real life. People like Gandhi, The Social Network, Lawrence of Arabia, Actually, for what it's worth, I should have included Lawrence of Arabia. I would love to see your votes. In fact, I would love to see your frustration and your disappointment too. 64 characters will never be enough. You must be frustrated that someone is not there. You must be disappointed or worse. That person is not a leader as you're filling out the forms. Leadership of Fools, the podcast has been a true blessing for me. It's been so much fun. I've learned so much. Leadership of Films is a little deeper than that. It's a bit of a true passion project for me. It's getting a little closer to the real me. And I know not everyone out there is a film buff, but I do suspect that you love stories, that you can see yourself in at least some of these characters. And if you can't, and where you can't, I bet you you can see the humanity. So leadership has never been about much more than being really human, but sometimes in the most crazy of situations and circumstances. Just click on the link, the link that I'm going to provide in this particular episode. If you want to complete the uh, the voting bracket, just for your own insight, you can do that. If you'd like me to collate the votes collectively, you'll need to include your email. I will not use your email for any other purpose. I'd love it if you could access your vote or at least uh, follow us on the LinkedIn company page, Leadership of Fools. And I've even set up a Facebook page for this purpose, Leadership of Films. If you're unsure as you're filling out uh, the vote about who someone is or what the character's name is or where the film is, then you can hover on the image. I've found that's a little more difficult when you're doing that on a mobile device. And please, finally, have some fun. The world is just a little crazy at the moment, but I suspect we may need leaders and leadership more than ever, and hopefully we still need film. Thanks.